everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. I want to talk to you about the family real quick. I've been calling this series F is for family because the real F word is family. Last week, I talked about the foundation of the family. We're all a part of a house. What's a house? It's a holy objective utilized to serve everyone. The foundation. Today I'm talking about the fight for the family. How to fight, not in the family, but for the family. There's probably enough fighting in the family. How do you fight for the family? I would say the family is the ultimate fight because we're fighting for the ultimate. The family. It's God's institution. God created it. God made it. It's about the kingdom. When I say the word kingdom, I'm sure you've heard that before. If you have been a Christian for a long time, or or maybe you're brand new. Kingdom, what does it mean? Kingdom, kingdom, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is simply the rule and the reign of God in the universe and also in your life and mine. The family, check this out, is so fantastic, it's a kingdom thing. So it's not just, oh, you know, I'm gonna have some kids, I'll crank out some kids, and they'll become, I don't know, successful in the real estate business, or maybe they'll become, I don't know, an NFL player, or maybe on Broadway, or, or maybe just maybe I can leave like some money to them, and they can have my house by the lake, or or in the mountains, and kind of that's it, you know, just kind of that, that thing to perpetuate the species. The family is much more than that. The family is a kingdom entity, the kingdom of God, the rule and the reign of God. So as we have families and develop our families, and as kids leave the family, amen, When kids leave, I want to bring amen back. When the kids leave the family, then they can continue to perpetuate the kingdom of God. However, there is another kingdom out there. There are a lot of kingdoms these days, a lot of kingdoms, and the enemy himself does not want the family to flourish. Because let's face it, when we're born, we're born into an octagon, We're born into a fight. Jesus said these words in Matthew chapter six, verse 33. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. Notice the priority there and notice the provision of God. So if my priorities are right, in the family, in this fight, then my family is going to be right. I didn't say perfect. Lisa and I have written, wow, many books on this subject. We've lectured here and around the world about the family. And I've talked to a lot of people about the family, interviewed a lot of people about the family, and it doesn't take someone who is brilliant to realize the family is not doing that well as we look at our culture. It's not. 
Most marriages end up in the deep weeds. So many of us who lead churches and plan, we're planning with single parent type situations or situations where kids are being shuffled here, there, and yonder. That's just the reality of where we are. So no matter where you find yourself in the family, you might go, man, Ed, you just described me. I'm in chaos. Well, when God sees chaos, he sees order waiting to happen. You can do it God's way. And God's way is the way because name me an institution that's really family friendly. Oh, the church. Seriously, name me a place. Name me an entity. Name me a, a thingdom that is really family friendly from knee high to tree high. You can't. It's just the church. And the church is about Family, God designed family. He thought it up. Family is about the kingdom of God. Family is about glorifying God. Are you fighting for the family? Because the text I just read to you is not some benign verse. It's not some verse that's just flippant. It's not some weak verse. It's a verse full of testosterone. It's a verse that is about fighting, battling, because that's what it takes. The fight, though, is well worth it. I'll say it again. The family is the ultimate fight because we're fighting for the ultimate. I want you to notice a couple of things about this fight because when I'm talking about fighting, I, I remember one time I was speaking at a church and I looked out and there was a, a renowned UFC fighter like on the second row. And I met him afterwards, and he was preparing to fight for the world championship. In fact, if I called his name, you would, you would know his name, but I'm not going to call his name. So he said, why don't you come to my training facility, and uh, you can watch me train. And so I was staying over for a day, and I was like, okay, yeah. So I went to this training facility and watched this guy train. He had a wrestling coach. He had a kicking coach. He had a Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach, all these coaches and nutritionists because he's an ultimate fighter. And he knew about this person who is a contender. He knew about his opponent's strengths and weaknesses, and he was training around his strengths and weaknesses. And for some reason, as I thought about that, as I was praying about that this week, I said to myself, the real fight it's in the family, the family. So I want you to notice God's simple formula, God's simple formula for the family. It's not complex. It's easy to talk about here. It's not always easy to apply. God, though, has a simple formula when it comes to family. Number one, God. That's it, God. So I should put my life in his hands when I become a believer I'm adopted into the family of God. Guys, we're responsible as the leader in our home. So goes the father, so goes the rest of the team. God is first. Number two is marriage. Marriage. That's the second most important thing. Marriage is more important than kids. I'm still trying to find that verse in the Bible where it says family first. It's not in there. Sounds sexy, it's just not in there. So 
God is first, marriage is second. My relationship with Lisa supersedes every other relationship in the family. And I'm not saying I wouldn't give my life or parents, you wouldn't give your life for your kids. We all would. But spouses stay, kids leave. But now, because so many kids are staying so long, <laughs> under the rooftop of mom and dad, it's like kids leave. <laughs> and that's okay sometimes. Kids, two responsibilities. I just want to throw this in. The Bible gives you as a kid. And I'm, a, I'm an adult kid. Number one, here we go. Kids, listening, if you are under the rooftop of your parents, here's the first thing you're to do. Very simple. Obey. I'm serious. That's it. Obey. Obey. Second thing. The Bible says this. First is obey. Second thing is once you leave, once you leave, honor. <laughs> honor. What's so crazy is, as I said a second ago, we're born into the octagon. So I'm born into a family, but I'm estranged from the ultimate family. When I make a faith decision, I'm born again, adopted into the ultimate family. So I learned what family is about from the ultimate family. I'm a child of God. I am a kingdom kid. I am. So I've got an earthly family, but I've got a heavenly family. I've got all these blood relatives saved by the blood of Jesus. It's interesting, it's kind of a dichotomy. I'm adopted, but I'm still a blood relative because of Jesus. It's powerful, isn't it? God's my father, the perfect heavenly parent. That's my ultimate relationship. So as a, as a parent, the kid comes into the, into the octagon and it starts out, I'm one up. Then as the child grows and matures, from boy to man, from girl to woman. It becomes a one-to-one -one relationship. Then, as the child gets older and individuates, and as mom and dad, as we get older, one up, and we're down then, because we're older. Yet the whole thing is about the kingdom. Now, the devil does not like the kingdom of God. He wants to build his kingdom. He wants to build, and he is building the kingdom of darkness. Now, we win, we know that. But, now stay with me for a second. God made you and me a little bit lower than the angels. We, the lesser, have an opportunity to glorify the greater God. Angels don't have that opportunity in a family unit. 
Of course, they're about glorifying God, but they don't. The devil, if you read and research him on like Wikipedia, he was the like showroom model of angels, glorifying God, leading God in, leading the whole thing in worship. Yet he couldn't handle it, so we have narcissism, pride, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the baddest of them all, Lucifer, you are. He was kicked from heaven to earth. His kingdom coup, there's the word kingdom again, was, was thwarted because after all, God is omniscient. Somebody slaps somebody appropriately. You have to say appropriately now. So he's down to earth. You have the earth being dark. It's like a giant swamp. And then not to get too deep here, then you have God separating the water and the land and creating man lesser than the angels to glorify him, giving us the family, which really is reflective of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three and one, one and three. It's like a pretzel with three holes, yet the dough holds it all together. The family, your family and mine, should reflect the Trinity, the oneness, the unity, the purpose. Well, God, when he kicked the devil out, didn't just throw him into the lake of fire. He kind of put him on death row. And the devil wants to take away and crush and crater your family because he knows the family is where it's at. The number one way he does it is getting in between you and your spouse, marriage. So God's first, marriage second, kids third. God's first, marriage second, kids third. He comes after you, comes after me. What do you mean? Well, think about this. We love these personality tests, these sexy personality tests. Well, yes, I'm this kind of person. I'm really organized and, you know, my spouse, they're not. And I'm loud and they're quiet and all this stuff. And, you know, uh, when it comes to marriage, you know, it's just a personality issues. It's just a miscommunication. That's, that's the deal in marriage. That's, that's why we have these issues. Personality difficulties. Okay. I buy some of that. Hey, hey, and, and don't, don't raise your hand or don't nod, but spouses, have you ever been like in a little fight over something insignificant and all of a sudden it just blows up? And you're saying, where did that come from? I love to look at all the married couples that are like, oh my gosh, have you been following me around? Have you ever wondered why? I have. A little thing. No big deal. You know? Maybe it's an off-the-cuff comment like, that reminds me of your mom. No big deal. No, I'm joking. That was, I did that for a cheap laugh, okay? That was funny, wasn't it? No, seriously, you might just say something and it blows up. Why? This is a microphone. Well, sometimes in marriage, you're just talking. No big deal. You're going to have some personality, you know, quirks, issues. And 
some arguments, you know. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. And you would think it would just end at that. No! Suddenly, uh, it becomes uh, amplified. I wish I had half a church up in here. Why? Why? The devil. Oh yeah, man. The devil amplifies that. Starts out, I understand we're self-centered sinners. I get the personality quirks and this is your strength and here's my weakness and his needs and her needs and all of this. I get it. The devil though, because it's spiritual warfare is the one that does this, and he's doing a great job. Look at the divorce rate. Look at the marital mayhem. Look at the lack of sexual activity in marriage. I read this morning that record number, record numbers of, of couples are sleeping in separate beds and bedrooms. Marriage. We gotta fight for the marriage. God, obviously we fight to have him in first place. It's our sanctification. Then the kids. I like, I like my rap. Kids keeping intimacy at a distance successfully. I love that. The kids are amazing. We have to teach and train them to leave. That's the definition of parenting, Deuteronomy. Proverbs and Genesis. Teaching and training them to leave. How do they know about how to relate to the opposite sex? Family. How do they know about forgiveness? Family. How do they know about generosity? Family. How do they know about the importance of the church? Family. How do they know about a daily quiet time? Family. How do they know about how to take difficult times? Family. How do they know about answered prayer? Family, 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 family. So three areas, three fights that we get into and then I'm out of here. It's not gonna take me long to do it. First one is attention. We fight for attention, don't we? I want attention. I do. <laughs> I know Lisa does. She probably doesn't demand it like I do. <laughs> Again, guys, we're, we're not that smart. We're not. Our kids, man, wanted attention and still want attention. And our grandkids want attention. Attention. Attention, we can you know, give too much attention. Too much oxygen will kill someone. Too much attention can mess someone up. We're like the helicopter parents. <laughs> We're our kids' agent. We're their homies, their friends, their buddies. It's just like, you know, yeah. And, 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 and we give them too much attention. I've really enjoyed watching uh, the craziness 
over the last couple of months, two or three months, with our government and all the trials and investigations, we're investigating the investigators who investigate the investigation and the committee. Have you ever seen some of these people? I mean, on both sides of the aisle. Spoil, whiny brats, some of them. I thought to myself, I wonder why they're spoiled, whiny brats. And I thought, oh, no wonder their parents were spoiled, whiny brats, and they allowed them to be spoiled, whiny brats. Gave them too much attention. That was not a political statement. Attention. We have to have attention. Attention to God, attention to our spouse, attention to kids. How do we give our spouse attention? Date night, mate night. What you use to get her is what you use to keep her. What you use to get him is what you use to keep him. Too many guys, we just retire. Oh man, I used to romance your, your mom back in the day. I could even dress myself back then. <laughs> now she dresses me too, but that's okay. I was creative, I was innovative. Now I just like to sit down on on this sectional, <laughs> watch another golf tournament. Isn't that true? I mean, guys, when you married her, she's like, oh boy, my, my knight in shining armor, we're going to a whole nother level as far as romance. So goes the marriage, so goes the family, and, and, and hey, I need as much work as any man on this, but when I say romance, the word man is in romance. If your wife is 99.9% .9 wrong, husbands, you are to initiate the reconciliation. Because remember, you're to love your bride like Christ loved the church, and you think you had anything to do with being reconciled to God through Christ? Please, playa. <laughs> I don't mean to be hard on this, guys, too much, but let's just, let's just be honest. We need, to, we need to take that warrior spirit, that competitive nature, and, and put it toward the family first. Attention is something that, that, that we have to think about because when kids are born, at a young age, they're in that octagon, they look at mom and dad and they're like, I'm gonna kick your butt. I have all the attention and I like the attention. And one day I wanna be a politician. I'm gonna kick your butt. And the fight ensues. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Do we orbit our lives around the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids? Maybe they can be an NFL player. Maybe they can be a singer. Maybe they can have money. Maybe they can have my house. Maybe they're smart. They're smart. They're good. They're smart. That's it? Really? So some of us need to go home and fire our kids because they're running the show. It's not about the kids. It's not, it's about the marriage, then the kids. Another fight is the schedule fight. What kind of schedule do you have? We're made for order, not chaos. As I said earlier, when God sees chaos, he sees order waiting to happen. How about your schedule? Or as they say over in Europe, schedule. I don't know how they do that. They sound so great, don't they? Schedule. What's your schedule? 
Well, establish the weekend as worship. I mean, we're just agreeing with what God says. So that means if someone goes, hey, what do you want to do next month on Sunday? Your first thought is church. But I had coffee recently with someone that pastors a massive church. He said, Ed, our most active people attend once every six weeks. How are you going to build a kingdom family showing up once a month or once every six weeks? No guilt. I'm just throwing it out, man. Okay. Thursday night is the date night. You get an opportunity to do whatever up. That's sorry schedule. That's my date night. Or Friday, that's the family day. Or whatever it is, we have to have the schedule to make the decision before the decision. That's why I like priorities, the word prior, priorities. So the schedule is a fight. Sometimes, if we look at our app, our schedule app, and we're like, oh my gosh, it's blank. What do I do? It's blank. That calendar monster, you need to fill your calendar up. One of my favorite things to schedule? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is underrated. Nothing is awesome. Nothing? No, really, seriously. Nothing. Try to schedule nothing for your family. You won't believe what will emerge out of nothing. It kind of sounds like Seinfeld, doesn't it? Nothing. It's a bad imitation, but I tried. Romance. I've said enough about it, but Guys, we're so bad at romance, women have invented a day called Valentine's. It forces us to be romantic. You think some guys were sitting around smoking cigars and like, yeah, we need to come up with a day about romance. Yep. Buy my wife expensive stuff for my girlfriend or whatever, you know. Blah, 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 blah. No, women thought that up. You just orchestrated it, ladies, and it's now the holiday where billions and billions of dollars are spent by well-meaning husbands and boyfriends, Valentines. We should do Valentines, we should, about once a month. I'm preaching to myself, but ladies, you thought it up and you make us think like we look forward to it and we've thought it up and we, it's, it's, that's why you're so much smarter than, than we are. You've, you've thought like, you know, you're playing chess, we're playing checkers, basically. <laughs> Four things and then we're going. First one is this. Don't OD on options. So many options are out there. Don't overdose on the options. I think you get it. Number two, use a kid lid. You know, 
When our kids were small and now with grandkids, we go to a restaurant. You order something to drink for the kids, you put a lid on it. If not, you'll have some serious spillage. And too many of us are drowning because we don't have a lid on our kid. Number three, I just said it. Let me say it again. Downtime is good time, and good time emerges from downtime. And the fourth thing, and this is probably the most important thing I can tell you, don't quit your job. Fathers, mothers, don't quit your job. What am I talking about? Your number one job is being a husband. Fathers, your number one job is being a wife. Teach and train your kids to live because the ultimate fight is in the family. Because the family is the ultimate. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.